fuck that. We're not doing opening credits for a fourth time. This is time. Christian. What the fuck's going on? <sighs> Alright, this is Alcoholics Autonomous. I'm Justin. This is Christian. Hey. Hey, Christian. Today's podcast is being brought to you by Happy Joints Massage. When you're a little tight, loosen up with a happy joint. Wait, 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 wait. How happy are they getting your joint, though? Uh, I don't want to go into that. This is a podcast, although visual representation would be better. Is this safe for our listeners to uh, exercise? I think so. All right. I think so. Although I did have a question for you. Like, is when you go into a massage joint, and I went into one recently that mm, I had ideas about mm-hmm. is there a polite way to ask for a happy ending i don't know that there is a polite way to ask for that i do know a couple of things though okay if that massage joint that you went into doesn't have dark ass window tint on the front you might want to think twice about asking for them to pleasure you okay so dark window tint yeah that's the definite plus okay but do you have to be like chosen at what point do you bring this up or did they just go hey what do you think about this? I mean, if the masseuse is going to be into it, she's going to try to upsell you. Here's another key thing you want to see, though. Dark window tint is a plus. Okay. Also, a shower. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Something these, I did not look for. These are the things that you should look for before you decide to take that plunge. Okay. That's the difference between having a nice time and being charged with sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to get charged for sexual harassment. No. That's never been my mm, goal. I I don't think ever. it's ever been anyone's goal. No. But it sure no. does happen to a lot of people. Don't put me on a hashtag, son. I'm not, really I'm not about that life. I'm glad I can talk to this to to you about this because I really didn't want to bring it up with my sister who does this for a living. Not happy endings, just massages. I, 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 <laughs> give me a minute. Hey, do you know I, what? what? <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, yeah, I'm man. glad that you didn't ask your sister this. That would have been very She's awkward. She's got enough going on in her life, and uh, we're not talking about her right now. No, well, we're not. That fuck that. So it's been a year since Harvey. Happy Harveyversary, if you I, would say that. I don't know that it's happy for anybody. It's really not. I mean, I if if you want to take joy in something, you can take joy in how the city came together and how we have recovered. Um, to, but. I don't want to discount the people who are still struggling. We are not yes, fully recovered. People. No, we're not. There, are, there is still work being done, but we have come a very long way from a thousand-year flood. Absolutely. And um, something I wanted to bring up. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you did, but I know I carved out some uh, some drywall for some folks. Um, that was, uh, you know, you're you're you hear stories from your parents about man, Hurricane Ike or this or that. I can't remember if Ike was one. But. I was about to say, Ike was not, that's not something I needed to hear from my parents for. Like, I Are suffered in that Ike? shit. I was out. I had no power for two weeks. I was reading books by candlelight wow. and working 16 hours a day. Not not just because they needed me at work, because people were trying to put their homes back together, yeah. but also because I didn't have shit else to do. Yeah. I had no internet, no power. I was reading The Jungle by candlelight. So I was like, ah, yeah, let me, make, let me make this overtime. The Jungle is depressing, but... but yeah, let me make this overtime. Fuck yeah, you. no, I get it. I was it, eating man. MREs, bro. Anyway, I was just, I was just, I think we were super fortunate. At least you and I were. Uh, uh, and Harvey, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I think perseverance is something that can be celebrated. Uh, I know people are still going through it, but uh, that's something to be 
proud of. I They're think. still working. They didn't give up. So ab- absolutely, right. perseverance. That's right. Is key. Um, something. Uh, <laughs> you and I went through some fucking champagne, though. I mean, <laughs> we had briskets and champagne. We really got lucky. West Memorial, thank you for your drain system. Hey. It is superior. Hey, stop telling people where we live, bro. Oh, my what do you God. think this is? This is 2018. That's true. People will come to your house. That's true. I mean, there's a lot there. Maybe I'm just throwing that out as a distractor. We anyway. did that. It was it was the most boring week ever. I cooked like 17 pounds of meat at yep. least. Yep. Briskets, pork shoulders, whatever. It was great. It was That's great. All there was to do. It wasn't a great time, but it was all right. Yeah. So I did learn something this week, and I learned that you do not fuck with Jimmy's seafood on Twitter. Oh, let me know about this shit. Oh, dude, you don't do it. I saw him tear a girl down. I don't, maybe maybe it's a him, maybe it's a her. I don't know. I wasn't too sure. Some of, she tried to tell Jimmy Seafood how to run his Twitter handle or his business. Unfortunately for her, she doesn't have the best hair in the world and tripped her a new asshole, which I wow. thought was delightful. I don't... Can, can businesses get away with the quote-unquote body shaming these days? Uh, I wouldn't call hair body shaming. You wouldn't. I wouldn't. All right. Fuck it. I won't either. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, you saw that girl that's on the cover of Cosmo right now. Bro, I saw that, but I thought it was like a Photoshop fake. Like, I thought it was just a meme. (laughs) That's That's real. That's real. I'm done. I'm done talking about that. Oh, man. That girl is um, beautiful and voluptuous, and I'm super happy for her. She's on the cover of Cosmo. Absolutely. She is really out here living her best life. That's right. Um, But speaking of seafood, uh, you know, last week we talked about uh, France. We talked about France and their their new urinal. Just uh, peeing wherever you want, yes. basically. I can't remember what they called them because it was in French and who cares. <laughs> but it was basically like a post office box that you piss in with flowers on the top. Yes. That was their, that was what they figured out how they could get rid of the uh, rampant pissing in the streets. So anyway, back to France. And if you remember the week before, we talked about um, dolphins and dolphins have a bro code. So I thought we'd combine. I found a fun fact or an f- interesting story that uh, kind of combines the two. He's digging deep for this, folks. Oh, I'm digging deep, folks. Cross your fingers. <laughs> so anyway, I found that uh, in northwest France, there's a coastal town that has been shutting beaches down. Do you know why? Why is that? There's a dolphin called Zaraf. Do you know of Zaraf the dolphin? I do not know why they named one particular dolphin on this beach, but... I'm not optimistic. Well, apparently, Zaraf, or Zaraf, whatever you want to go, is a, uh, everybody likes Zaraf. He's a cool dolphin. And he seems to be, well, apparently, Zaraf is lonely. Now, usually, Zaraf plays with the children and swims with the people at the beaches, and everybody gets along and has a good time. <laughs> Until recently. Uh-oh. Zaraf seems to be dolphin lonely. Zaraf seems to have come into maybe adolescence or adulthood and he's really lonely to the point where he is what was the word what did we start off talking about about happy endings today oh you stepped on it i was gonna say it sounds like Zaraf needs to go to the happy joint yes Zaraf definitely needs to go to but the since Zaraf doesn't have a happy joint what kind of behaviors is he engaging in? Uh, well, they didn't really dive into it. Huh. But, <laughs> but they did 
they they did go into the fact that one of the or the mayor of uh, this northwest Fran- uh, town in France has decided to pull a Jaws and shut down some of the beaches, which public outcry, of course. But apparently, he's been flipping divers, and parents are no longer cool with their kids swimming at these beaches. How badass of a dolphin do you have to be to get whole beaches closed down, though? <laughs> I don't they know, should have man. a national holiday. <laughs> Usually you close them down for, like, flesh-eating bacteria. Uh, I'm in Texas. Galveston. Yeah, or, like, a, a huge amount of jellyfish or sharks that are aggressive. That's right. This is one lonely dolphin, and they're closing down beaches. Yep. But anyway, the, the mayor has uh, been... Uh, there's been some public outcry as to why they're closing the beaches down. Some people think it's gone too far. I don't know. I thought I'd ask for your input on that. There's a real easy fix for this. Set up a gate. Let people go to wherever beach that they want. Make them all sign waivers. Boom. All sign waivers. Yep. Maybe, maybe give Zaraf a happy ending. I'm, I'm, there, I mean, there's people that engage in intercourse with motor vehicles. Somebody will go out Somebody there would, like, and help Zaraf out. They might even pay Oh, I feel bad. He's right. Now. He's right, but I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Let's move on. Christian, you got something for us today? Man, I have so many things. I know. Here's what we're going to start with. I hope, I, I actually hope that Justin is unprepared. I'm going to go first, though. However, you should say I'm unprepared. What we're doing is embarrassing things that you believed as a small child. Oh, man. Yeah. So I'm going to tell mine while Justin just goes ahead and thinks about his. I will. So as a small child, uh, I want to say maybe maybe six, six or seven. Um, and probably even later than that, let's be real. But listen, uh, I have one brother. Uh, I have no sisters. Uh, there were no cousins my age that I was close to. Uh, so at, at, you know, seven, eight, nine in my life, the way that I believed... Uh. Excuse me. That women use the bathroom was a bit skewed. By which I mean to say, the only representation of women that I saw below the waist was Barbie dolls. Uh, were, so, you, were you a belly button guy? No, not a belly button guy. I just, uh, I thought that all women were smooth on the front. Ah. And that they peed and had babies. Out of their butts. Ah, nice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how nice it is. I don't know if that's a success in parenting or a failure, honestly. But that's what I believed. Now, let me ask you something. Did you ever see a Ken doll or a G.I. Joe? I did see Ken dolls and G.I. Joes. G.I. Joes had bulges, though. They have bulges. Okay. Ken dolls were smooth on the front. But what did you think when you saw these? When I saw the Ken dolls, I was like, oh, dang, they can't just be showing dicks to everybody, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, as an adult, or as an older you person, just took that as it would value. be logical to be like, oh, they can't show dicks, but <laughs> girls really don't have anything. They're just like, oh, okay. They they, they lost. I won. <laughs> I have something they do. I have a hose. Yeah, that's right. They just move. They got to pee out their butts. They got to sit down every uh, time. Yeah, man. It was really. sense, because most women. They got to sit down? Sit down when they pee. Yeah, it was really. You got to uh, be pretty talented. It was really mind-blowing when I figured out that that was not indeed the case. <laughs> it wasn't. Anyway. Now, wait. When did you figure this out? Man, I don't remember. Oh, I do remember. Wow. I figured it out in the sixth grade. 
on the school bus when I saw my first penthouse magazine. Ah, and you were like, oh, look. I was looking at these things, and I don't, I don't want to do the math on what year that was. I don't remember. I do remember that when I was, when I was looking at this stuff. You're like, man, it looks better when it's smooth. Everything was, <laughs> they, like, it was not, everything was bushy. And uh, that's right. I remember She's looking and wise. turning the pages and wondering, why am I looking at this, but also having an ache in my lower abdomen? Ah. And then finally, I just gave the book back because I was like, what kind of witchcraft is this? What is Take this. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I have nothing nearly as good as that. Um, one thing I can think of, and for one reason, this is totally stuck with me for a long time. I used to think it was World War Two. War, war war one war war yeah war war like it was it was so warish they just made it war twice <laughs> war squared yeah war squared war war i want to clarify that's w-a-r w-a-r yes and if i'm not one enunciating well enough it is war no war. You know, you're fine but still think of like the way people's minds work if you say war war two they're gonna hear world. You understand war how, I, how I thought this would have yeah. So I had to war make war. sure that they understood. War, war, war. This is amazing. World War One, World War Two. Yeah, totally get it. <sighs> how long did it take you to realize that was not the case? Yeah, you know what? It was probably around sixth grade. As yeah, well. yeah. When you start yeah. learning about world history and yep. whatnot. Yeah, I was a little asshole in sixth grade. Who wasn't? I don't know. I know if. If they had made me like president back in sixth grade, I. No, we're not even getting into that. That's going uh, political. We're not uh, doing you're it. You're about to get your ass yep. lit up on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> we're, <laughs> out, we're out of there. We're not doing it. Today. We're out of there. Uh, you got anything else about embarrassing uh, childhood moments? I have plenty, but I'm not going to just air everything out to the listeners. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I had one more. Oh, by all means. I thought the predator was a real guy. How could you have thought this? I had a vivid imagination. And I had a buddy who also had a vivid imagination. Also, my dad helped. You you know what? I'm not mad at him. Being a dad is really hard. And part of the perks are being able to trick your kids into dumb shit. That's so. right. And he, that's exactly what he did. Yep. So when we were like 10 or 9 or whatever age it was, we were still at the old house at that time. But I remember... My buddy and I, John, who's no longer with us, uh, Rip, Rip, um, we made a note for the Predator, the Predator Man, and uh, this is the villain, alien villain from Fox, by the way, in case y'all aren't following along, um, and we wanted to meet him and beat him up, so we put a note on like one of the oak trees by my house, and we left it there, but when we came back, it was covered in blood. Blood. My fucking dad got, went and got red spray paint and covered the letter in blood. This is amazing. Oh, it really was. Now, I want you to imagine your 10-year-old imagination and seeing that and all of a sudden you've been kind of like, okay, we're kind of playing around, but we're kind of unsure. Yeah, we're kind of unsure. Holy <laughs> shit. This is for real now. <laughs> Now our imaginations are in overdrive. Yes. Back in the day. Yeah. Thank you, Dad. That was amazing. Uh, I have have even more respect for your father now. (laughs) John is pretty cool. Which makes one father I have respect for. (laughs) Now. All right. I don't want to dominate this shit. What you got? Mm. 
I have a list. Oh, fuck yeah. Should list. we do a list? I mean, you're going to do a list and I will chime in. You're going to chime in on the list. Okay, so I thought of a cool list to do this week. Uh, Christian had some... Well, we'll just say I had a list this week. So my list idea was your top best worst movies. And it's basically like a fuck the critics. This is what I like. Guilty pleasures. Think like uh, killer clowns from outer Okay, space. so what you're saying is it is your favorite movies that got shitted on critically. Correct. All right. Or at least ones that... I kind of went by... It was easier for me to look at some Rotten Tomatoes scores. Yeah. And I looked at some movies that I knew that would be scored critically low. Yeah. But I really enjoy and have a good time with. Hey. However, I found some surprises. So one of the movies that I, I, was, I first put on there that I liked when I was a kid was Waterworld with Kevin Costner. And uh, that girl, <laughs> Dennis Hopper. Dennis ah, Hopper was awesome in that movie. I'm aware of this movie. I'm the Deacon, but I have an aversion to water, so I never watched it. Ah, I understand why well, you have aversion to water. I can swim, fucker. <laughs> I'm anyway, just not a big fan. Forty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Now we know it was a big bomb, but I thought it was super imaginative and a very cool film. Number two, Surviving the Game with Rudger Hauer and Ice T. What? Yes. I'm completely unaware of Ice-T. Ice-T is the one with the corn ro- or the uh, dreadlocks, right? Ice- no, neither of them have dreadlocks right now. I don't... I, I, okay, well, back in the day, Ice- I think Ice-T. Yeah, Ice Cube. No, Ice Cube is the chubbier one, right? Ice Cube is the younger one? Yeah, but he's chubbier. He was on Friday. The guy that was... Yes! Nice. So all right, you're talking about Ice-T. Right, Ice-T. Married T- to Coco. Not on Friday. All right. So, Ice-T, if you don't know Surviving the Game, you should watch it. Because Roger Howard convinces Ice-T, who's homeless, that he should come out to his dear lease and we'll pay you as, like, a helper. Well, that's not what they can bring him out there. It's like five or six dudes who want to hunt a person. Yeah. Ice-T. I, I knew that's what But Ice-T gets revenge. Really? Oh, yeah. I might have to watch this. Dude, it's badass. I might have to watch Ice-T just kill a bunch of white it's, people. It's great, man. And Roger Howard is awesome. With terrible special effects, I'm sure. Uh, You know what? It's a 90s movie, so there's it's just explosions and shit. Ah, Blood and guts. Michael Bay. Moving on to number three. Michael Bay sucks. <laughs> but speaking of explosions, Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. The movie's awesome. It's Is super it? imaginative. It's so unique. It's great. I never watched that movie. I played the video game Last Action Hero, and the not. video game was so bad. I was like, I'm never watching this. Movie. Oh no, it was it was terrible. I thought that I thought the movie was pretty good. I didn't like it at first when I was growing up because my parents were like, "This is dumb," and then I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna give you my own opinion." And I watched it. It's amazing. Last Action Hero is a cult gem. Here's how bad I thought that movie was. Are you aware that there's a Michael Jackson game on Sega Genesis called Moonwalker, where he traverses? Stages saving um, white kids in pajamas. Are you talking about the game that I spent endless quarters on at the Fun Time Pizza in the Rio Grande Valley? This was a fucking arcade game. Oh yes, where oh. you would throw your hat and power up, and you could be four Michael Jackson, <laughs> just like Turtles in Time. In fact, I played that game. I played the shit out of Moonwalker. I gotta stop you right there. Don't fucking talk about Moonwalker and Turtles in Time in the same conversation. Okay, let me put it this way. Turtles in Time, you play with four buddies. You can throw niggas at the screen! (laughs) I guess you could. Yes! But goddammit, I would play Moonwalker with some buddies, and we had a great time. It was four. It was four people. You get together, you got some quarters or some tokens, and you're just rocking, and you're throwing your hat. Woo! 
I got to keep an eye on your ass. Oh, I know. Because you were enjoying a game where you just saved the small white children as Michael Jackson. Also, embarrassing childhood moment. I didn't know that was a big deal back then. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number four on the list, and one of your personal favorite actors. I don't know if you've seen this movie. Equilibrium. Oh, what the fuck? Of course I have. Equilibrium, 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is full of shit. Yes, I know they are. Nigga, I know the gun kata, bro. I could break this out. You're a cleric. I do this. It's a science. That movie is amazing. There's angles. It came out like right after or around the time of The Matrix did. So I'm pretty sure my boyfriend Christian Bale's in that shit. Oh, that's why I said an actor yeah. that you love. Christian and Tay Diggs was amazing in that, in that movie. Listen to oh, me. And 006. Don't forget about 006. Trevelyan? Trevelyan, dude. He was in that movie. Yes. I can't believe it has that little He was the first one. That's why I, I just don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes. That went. Oh, I know. And I'm going to get They're into garbage. Why Rotten Tomatoes is garbage. Because that, the first movie I put on this list was called Night of the Creeps, which people have made fun of me endlessly for liking. That's just any night where we're hanging out. That's right. <laughs> Did you ever see Slither? No. Okay, Slither. I saw the advertisements. Okay. So you get the idea. Yes. It was like some aliens from outer space. They crawl into your ear and they take over your brain and they're taking over Earth. Okay, that was Night of the Creeps. Imagine half the budget back in the 80s. And they really just made fun of themselves. With all these cliche actors, it was fantastic. I love the movie. 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sometimes I think that they get so far up their own asses that they don't even understand the point of movies. In fact, did you know that Night of the Creeps is so good it got me laid one time? I'm speechless. He's speechless. I got asked this exact question. What is your guilty pleasure as far as movies are? And I was yes. like, Night of the Creeps. She's like, I don't know what this is. We had managed to get all the way back to her place. And then she gave me the, we put it on. And then it became mm-hmm. the, oh my God, my feet are cold. So the feet rub. That's all it took. After the feet rub came on, boom. I wouldn't call it fireworks, but. I also night. wouldn't call it the Night of the Creeps getting you laid. You were at her house rubbing her feet. You were getting laid. Hey. Night of the Creeps was on TV, bro. <laughs> I got to attribute it a little bit. Give them the assist. Maybe that's why they're at 69%. They get a little 30% boost off. This is like, like bringing a girl over to your house and for Netflix and chill, right? And then whatever yes. random ass show that is on that you're not paying attention to. High five. Attributing that to you getting laid. Yes, you high that's five. That's not the show. case. Give yourself some more credit, bro. Her you did that. Cold. You sewed that up. Yes, I did. And then you probably disappointed her, but that's a story that's for another okay. time. That's okay. You got what you needed, right? But I wanted to <laughs> make a point about Rotten Tomatoes being full of shit. Do you know how I know this? Because I can prove it almost mathematically. Okay, yeah. Rick. That's right. Do you know how I know this? Nope. Because I looked, and I tried to get a base. Yep. So, okay, what is Rotten Tomatoes? So I looked at a childhood movie that I loved, and that you loved too. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Secret of the Ooze. Oh, fuck yeah. Top 10, baby. The best one, right? Absolutely the the best one. Do you know what Rotten Tomatoes gave it? 12. 32%. Yeah, that's the kind of shit they would do. They take themselves too seriously. I I mean, I guess. I just thought it was bullshit. Fucking TGRI. That's something TGRI would do. That's amazing. 
teeth. You're all right, baby. Anyway, bro, we should make a barbecue sauce that looks like the fucking TGRI ooze. Would anyone eat it though? We got, you just got to make them try it once, right? They try it once. They're like they're I don't in. Know if I want to eat that, you know who would eat it? Zach. Zach would eat it. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna revisit Zach's appetite. That's right. Should hey. I give these people this uh the, the update on on our hero Homer Hickam? Oh, absolutely. All right. So I realized that some of you might be listening for the first time, or you may have missed last week. So last week, there is a woman by the name of Naomi on Twitter. I'm not gonna give out her whole handle. I did it last week. I don't want to do it now. Uh, Naomi is also a furry. I'm not judging that. I'm just I, I just needed to tell you that for the continuation of the story. Those so are the last week that address up on Twitter, Naomi it. says, "Everyone shut the fuck up." I got accepted for a NASA internship. A uh, gentleman by the name of Homer Hickam says, "Language." Naomi says, "Suck my dick and balls. I'm working at NASA." Homer Hickam says, "And I'm on the National Space Council that oversees NASA." Oh no! So now Naomi has to reevaluate. Her life choices. Yes, she does. However, it comes out that two days after that, Naomi's internship has been canceled. Oh, no, Naomi. I would moan. Which kind of makes sense. It, it, and people people just assume that Homer Hickam was responsible for that. He wasn't. He was not. And think about this clearly. He oversees NASA. He is not getting himself involved in the day-to-day activities of interns. But you couldn't tell the furry community that. <laughs> they went after him. Oh, no, the furries. They went after him relentlessly. He shut down his blog. He shut down his Twitter. And behind the scenes, before they shut his blog down, he talked about how he was trying to get Naomi her job back. <sighs> the furries sense. came out with such a vengeance, he had to turn all of his shit off. They're like PETA. You had to turn it off? I mean, it's 2018. We're in the age of outrage. Yes. Yes. And, and piling on. Oh There's a name God, for that. Pile on for sure. But yeah, that I mean that's where I we are. Pronounce. So this Homer Hickam is an Amer- American hero. Like you can research his shit. Just put him in Google. Um, but yeah, the furries came after him so strong he had to go dark. I feel bad for Homer. He was trying to do the right thing and trying to help a girl out. To be fair, I think Homer's all right. I, Homer is a war veteran. He is not really all that bothered by people coming after him online. I'm sure he can handle it, but himself, especially against some. You know, you can turn that stuff parties. off because you want peace. Yeah, and rest um, peacefully with the knowledge that you fact, are on the council that oversees NASA. We can all just turn social media off if we need to, but we don't. But we, we don't. can plan about cyberbullying while looking at the shit the whole just time. Turn it off. Just turn it off. We're not going to. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know what, Justin. Mm-hmm. Let's get off of this. Let's go. Let's go to some sports. You want to go to some sports? Can you tell the people how we should improve soccer? Oh my God, we can totally improve soccer. Let's do this. I feel like soccer's been around since ancient Greece, and maybe there could be some slight improvements we can make. Maybe some slight ones. I mean, have they made any changes to it? Not that I know of. Also, I'm American and have no idea. America, America. Yeah, we really don't know shit about soccer. But, but I had some thoughts, like. Okay, maybe we could shorten the field a little bit. Because it's a big field, and it's really wide. It is. And there's a lot of, like, back and forth. Like, yeah. a lot. You want to shorten the field? So maybe shorten the field a little bit. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe we don't shorten the field. Well. Maybe we move the goals up 
Seven yards apiece. See? And I was going to get to this. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Then it's, then it's like hockey. You have area behind the goal. Yes. For yes. people to matriculate the ball, pass, juke, and jive, all yes. of that nonsense. All the while, the goal is in the net. Like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? Now, it's probably fair to say that if that was the case, soccer games would be like 9 to 11. I'm okay with that. But you talk to an American who doesn't want to watch a 9 to 11 soccer game. That's right. You can't find one. That soccer game sounds awesome. It's amazing. It's like little kid soccer. The only way to make it better is to uh, turn it into uh, like Mario soccer where you can just destroy people and, and never people. get red card. Mario strikers. Just but then, tackle. But then it's just rugby. So we're good. That's true. We're good. That is true. I'm okay with that. Uh, we got more sports. Tyler White had a uh, walk-off home run the other, game, uh, the other day against the Athletics. Uh, tell the people who T-Dub. Tyler White plays for. Tyler White is the he is a new guy. He's been playing first base for the Houston Astros, our Houston Astros champions. Hey, uh, what place are the Astros in in their division? Numero uno. Oh, uh, first place? That's right, buddy. Yeah. They were slacking off for a little bit, but it looks like they've gotten their shit together. But you got to remember they were pretty hurt, too. Like, all their guys were out. And Tyler White has been a nice surprise. What does Tyler White look like? He's a beast of a man. He looks like Evan Gaddis, but beastier. How would his gut compare to my gut? Uh, he's pretty gutty. He's pretty he's, he's a chunky man. He's beating me on the gut. All yeah. right. All right. I like it. I love I love He watching, is the great white. I love so watching fat sportsmen. Tyler, great white. Yes. Just like the shark. <laughs> in fact, I had a text message come in from my significant other at the time. She goes, What do you want tonight? And I said, Really, I want Tyler White to hit a walk off home run. And God damn it, if it didn't happen, no, two seconds after I text that, it was awesome. I kind of got to pull bullshit on this. You oh, show no. me that fucking text on your phone oh, right I'll now. I'll show you. I will show you right now. While he's pulling this shit up, we're going to talk about, I don't know, man. I kind of I kind of want to talk about, I don't know if you guys heard about this guy. His name is Santino Martial. Uh, he was uh, he was playing at A&M while Kevin Sunderland was there. Um. He, um, Jimbo Fisher, obviously, you know, Jimbo Fisher got hired at AM and they're paying him more money than God to, uh, you know, enslave young men. You don't know how much money uh, I make. But, uh, he didn't like that. He didn't <laughs> like how hard that, uh, that Jimbo Fisher had them practicing. So he made a, he made an in depth report to the NCAA as he transferred out of that school to Arizona. Now, what you need to know is, if you transfer from D1 to D1, you have to sit out a year. Unless you can list, uh, you know, very pressing reasons why you had to leave so that the NCAA would be would, would, would determine that it was okay for you to start playing year one at another school. Uh. So, obviously, this dude went to snitching. He was like, they made us practice earlier than what's allowed. They they said that our voluntary practices were mandatory. And then I hurt my ankle and they didn't treat me properly. Mind you, AM has proper records of all of this, especially his treatment. They literally documented all of it. They welcomed the NCAA investigation. However, before that investigation got underway, I was blessed with another headline. Dun, dun, dun. 
Santino Martial has been kicked off of the Arizona Wildcats. Santino, Here's why. He got caught on an actual video referring to his black teammates as monkeys. Ah, man. Uh, There were two instances of this. The first one, and I quote, one of those monkeys. The second, the monkey safety. Now, these videos were uploaded to a website called Huddle, and it's H-U-D-L. It's a website to where um, collegiate or uh, community college athletes can put their highlights on and try to get recruited by bigger schools. So I don't know who the fuck is in his camp that let him upload that, but it was there. And if you snitch on an, on a university with a fan base as rabid as A&M, yep. they're going to rake through your whole life. Yep. And... They found something. I ain't even mad at him. So now he's not enrolled in any school. Bye. He has been released from that team. Snitching only gets you so far. Yep. And not to rag on, I'm totally cool with the the hashtag me too, but does it feel like this is like the year of the snitch? That's correct. Snitching has come back bigger and better than ever. It's everywhere. It's so prevalent in like everything we've been doing. That's the trap though. Yeah. You can be, you know what? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm snitching. I'm snitching. And then your ass looks like Asia Argento. You snitch and then you got caught statutory raping a 17-year-old boy in California. That's right. Fix now your what? face. Hypocrite. You bitch. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, I did see a cool article about, you know, our fantasy football drafts are coming up. Hold on. Let me read these text messages, bro. Oh, please. Go ahead. Let me read this. Caitlin. Okay. What do you want? <laughs> Justin. Ribeye is fine. And the Astros to walk off run. Caitlin, what? Justin, 4-4, bottom of the ninth. Next message. Tyler White, home fucking run, what a beast. <laughs> he did ask for this, and he got it. He asked for it, and he got I it. Did. Which begs the question, why are you not just asking for the Astros to win every game? Uh, yeah, I don't want to push it too far. Uh, all right, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. What so, you got? All right. We're going to stay on sports for a little while longer, only because we've got fancy football drafts coming up. And I saw something that was actually informative and helpful. Most people, they're like, okay, hey, I've got the uh, third pick of the first round. So I take David Johnson or Le'Veon Bell. And yes, there usually is a right answer in the first round. There is a right answer. At least the first five picks. The back half, it's whatever. But there's no right or wrong answer after that. The answer is do some research and take the best value that you can get. Right? Correct. If a guy like, and David Johnson's not going to fall to the second round, let's be honest. But if a guy like that falls, and let's say you've got two running backs already, you don't have any receivers. Maybe. But Devontae Foreman falls, and you can get him, I'll stick him in my flex Every week. What round are we talking about? Does it matter? Second second round? Third round? Uh, Let's say it's third round. For whatever reason, he falls and there's no injuries or nothing. Oh, oh uh, yeah. You said Devontae. I'm sorry. I was thinking Dante. You said Devontae. Absolutely, yes. You're going to yes, take him. Yes, you take him. Yes. You're taking him. So, that was kind of what I was leading up to. Um, so, use, use, the, use, your, use your best... Take the guy with the best value, who has the most upside that you can get. And then, because 
the the honest part of it is, week five, week eight, those guys probably aren't going to be the guys you draft aren't going to be your final roster at the end of the day because you're going to fucking play that waiver wire. Yeah, I played a year where I got second place, and after the year was done, the only people there were three people on my team that I had drafted. Everybody else was gone. Yep. You got to pimp that waiver wire out. Absolutely, you do. So that being said, look out for the Alvin Kamara this year because he's going to be there. Don't be afraid of rookie running backs because they're going to bust out. Royce Freeman, I'm looking at you. You let better me, not disappoint me. Uh, let me tell these people about rookie running backs. Tell real us quick. about. Um, if you like, if you follow college ball and you're you see you see some running backs that you know are coming out and they're studs uh, and they don't play in an offense that grinds them into dust, uh, a.k.a. any running back in the SEC. Alabama. Um, Don't draft Bo Scarborough. uh, Stanford. Wisconsin. You don't want to get those people. You don't want to get them early because they've been abused. Because if you look, you'll see. What about LSU running back? You'll see Alabama running. Like Geis. Well, Geis is out. Don't don't draft Geis, by the way. Geis is out. Fournette came out. He did okay. Fournette looked pretty good. Think about all the Alabama running backs who scored all those touchdowns and came out and weren't shit. Mark uh, Ingram wasn't shit. No. For a few years In because fact, they had to recover from all that abuse. I understand. And I feel like Alvin Kamara and him, man, they work well together. Al- they, they, they're thunder and lightning. They are. And Alvin Kamara was the second string running back in Tennessee. I was upset about this the whole time. I told Justin. I told him, hey, this guy's a stud. Yep. You should get him. Yep. He did. And he paid dividends. So what's his name? Bryce Love? If they don't start using him left, less, out of, Bryce Love out of Stanford. If they don't start using him less, he's a second-round pick. So don't make stupid draft picks. I would not. I would do not draft Eric Decker because I'm pretty sure he retired. That's correct. Yes. Uh, one more thing. Yes. Just looking at my live, my live. Put the stickers on the board in per, in person fantasy draft. The fourth pick of that draft was Rob Gronkowski. The fourth pick. Now I know I'm not the he breakfast club, but that nigga was the donkey of the day. That's <laughs> that's just dumb. Don't do that. Hey, any other interesting picks from your draft? Because you've already done one. I haven't done any yet. Uh, I have Aaron Rodgers going with the 12th pick of the draft. Holy That's shit. That's too early to pick a quarterback. That's the second pick of the second round. That's correct. No. That's much too early. Your value can be way better than that. Yeah, don't do that. Aaron don't Rodgers is good and all. Also, he, just got, he's, he is now paid more than like anyone in the world now. Getting paid more than Jesus. Even if we say this, but his contract is just the equivalent to a mediocre basketball player's contract. <laughs> it really is. But what do we think about? Ain't fully guaranteed. What do we think about the Green Bay Packers? And they're just like mediocrity now. The Green Bay Packers aren't great. Their defense was kind of whack last year, and now they just paid their quarterback fifteen percent of their salary cap. Yes, fifteen percent. That's not how you make your team better. I don't think it is. So what does, does Aaron Rodgers care? He's like, I got a ring. Yeah. What is Aaron worried about? Is he worried about cash or is he worried about winning? Hasn't he been hurt the last few years? I'll tell you, yes. Collarbone last year. I don't know. I don't know before that. I guarantee you Tom Brady wouldn't have handicapped his team like that. Olivia though. Munn must have been a bitch. I don't want to talk about her right now. <laughs> She's so beautiful. It's Christian stupid. loves Olivia Munn. Yeah, uh, it's just dumb. Hey, so I heard another fun fact this week, and it relates to the name of our podcast, which is Alcoholics Autonomous. Hey. So apparently there was a study done. <laughs> 
And have you ever heard that like a glass of wine a day keeps the doctor away or maybe two glasses of wine before bed can help your heart? Yeah, I've heard this nonsense. All right. I don't well, listen to any of this shit anymore, but here's what happened. Some asshole came out with some new study, and I'm not going to go into the specifics, but now they're saying that there is zero health benefits to any alcohol consumption whatsoever. All right. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how I felt, too. So I read a little bit more, and I started looking into it, and they were like, okay, well, alcohol is the leading risk factor of disease and premature death in men and women between the ages of 15 and 49 worldwide. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So I went on to read, and I even found this cool little, um, you could take a test, and it was like a survey, and I started inputting, and you and I are kind of on the same plane as far as drinks we've consumed throughout the week. Yes. I found out that I drink more than the leading country, which is Belarus. Belarus is the leading country. Now, Granted, men and women are different. Like average per capita, like what are you average talking? per capita. Belarus is number one drinking per capita. Yeah, we kick their ass. You and I do. I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if it is either. But what's their shit? What Belarus? Yeah, I have no idea. But what I was going to get to is they talked to Professor David Spikehalter, who is a Winston uh, a Winton professor of public understanding of risk at the University of Cambridge. And do you know what he said? I don't. He said, given the pleasure presumably associated with moderate drinking, claiming there is no safe level, does not seem an argument for abstention. <laughs> hey, I like this guy. I do too. Hey. Meaning there is no safe. And he also went on to say, he said, there is no safe level of driving, but the government does not recommend that people avoid driving. Because the government makes money on that. All of this is correct. That's right. And then he continued to say, and I'll stop it with this, come to think of it, there is no safe level of living, but nobody would recommend abstination. That's correct. You can walk outside on the sidewalk and get fucking clipped and just die. Just walk into your buddy's house. So enjoy yourself. Don't worry about these stupid studies. Have a beer on us. Yeah. It's life. Nobody the fuck gets out alive. We all die. Have fun while you're here. <laughs> That's right, man. I've been telling Justin, hey, man, life is short. It is. If you don't stop, smell the roses, and do everything you want all the time, <laughs> you can just die unhappy. Don't die. <laughs> Not to say, man, drink like that, he going to die. Yeah, they say that. But I come from a resilient people. Ah, yes. I have uncles that I have never seen sober that are still alive at 78. That's pretty impressive. They're doing great. They're They're not doing great. They're broke and terrible. But but they're still alive, though. That's the point. Uh, What do we got? What do I got here? Ah! Ah. There was a special performance for an audience at a comedy show. Oh. Oh. That performance was unannounced. Do I like this guy? No one knew what was going on. And his name was Louis C.K. Ah, I do like this guy. Louis C.K. showed up to amazing applause. Really? They got they got there were no booze. It was applause and standing ovations. Fuck yeah. If I was there at some like $15 comedy show, I'd be jazzed that Louis C.K. came out. And then he did his set. 
And then they applauded again. But Twitter. The Me Too movement and Twitter is pissed. See, Louis C.K. was like the one guy that was like, yes, I did this. I feel bad about it. It was shitty. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little biased because I like Louis. I love Louis C.K. I think he's a genius as far as comedy goes. Yes. He is. He's made some personal decisions. He's also a genius in drama. He's just a creative genius. Yes. Um, but people are just upset because they don't feel like he uh he didn't serve a long enough sentence. Yeah, he didn't pay a big enough penance. I feel like it's been these a year. same fucking people saying this have been watching Roman Polanski movies their whole fucking lives. They don't even know Christian. They don't even fucking know. These same people. Yeah, these same people are like, love oh man, I can't wait for the next Chris Brown song. Uh, excuse me, he beats the fuck out of women uh, and men. He don't give a fuck. Oh, you don't even know. Um, that being said, uh, for e- anybody who was actually intellectually consistent and they were not okay with that, that's fine. Uh, what you have to notice is that your personal perception is not going to drive the discourse. There are always going to be people who are a okay with shit that you're not okay with. You know what? So you can cry about it on Twitter, but it is what it is. Life is life. Well, some people aren't happy unless they're bitching about something, as we know. Yep. But if you watch Louie, which was his show that was Louis, running Louis, on Louis, Netflix, Louis, Louis. so good. Yep. You hear Louie talk about his daughters. Yes. And his girls. And he means every, every word of that. And I'm sure he's sorry about what he did. It doesn't forgive him for anything. But the man is genuine, I believe. And I feel, I think deep down, he is a good guy. And he might be. I am not going to uh, make any estimations on whether he's a good guy or not. Because I know people personally who are great to their kids, but shitty to their spouses. And actually frauds. I don't think he was married. I mean, was he never, was <laughs> he never married at any point? Oh, I'm sure. He, no, I'm pretty sure. And then we can say shitty to his baby mothers. Yes. But good, but good with his kids. Hey, or shitty guy. with his girlfriends and or partners. But good to his kids. He may be good. He may be a fucking scumbag fraud. I don't know, though. Very well could be. And I'm not digging deep enough to figure it out. Nope. But on the surface, I don't know. Hey, you know what's funny? To get off of this subject. Yes. And to go into some video games. Yes. So you were right. I usually am. Yes, but in this case, you were very right. Some of the designers at Rare or the people that design GoldenEye. Yes. Two of them have deemed odd job severely cheating. And they knew it and they didn't fix it because they thought it was funny. There's a whole article about this that I found online. They knew it. Yeah, they, they knew, knew it. The whole time. And they did it anyway. Now maybe if this game was made in twenty eighteen they could like send out a patch or whatever and it would fix it, but I guess you'd make odd job taller. But think about all the fun you had killing Odd Job. It was only slightly less <laughs> than all of the anger I had being killed by Odd Job's bullshit. And deep down inside, you know this. You know you were playing a bullshit ass character that should have been bad. Nope. But I had fun doing it. Your friends allowed that. My friends were. We all. I'm, you, what the fuck is the word? Unanimously agreed. Unanimously. Agreed. Odd Job is banned. I mean, you could look at people's screens in GoldenEye, so there was like still some cheating available. And we, we tried to do the uh, four-corner cardboard thing where you glued it onto your CRT. Y'all really tried that? Uh, we tried it. Just 
failure. Because I feel like I was way more serious about video games than you. I never tried that. However, I was always just better than everybody else. Well, we always said game. we were gonna like not look at each other's screen, but you know, you're sitting there. It's four on four. You're all front of the team, and you. You no, can, you're you're gonna look. You're gonna look. You're gonna, gonna look. look. You're gonna look at your buddy's eyes. You're gonna look. Here's, here's the deal. Nah, nah. Cheating. Here's the deal. Nigga, if everybody can do it, it's not cheating. Ah, uh, yeah. If everybody does it, it's then it's fair. Radar. I still think it's bullshit. You have radar. It's right there. Radar. Uh, 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 just a little glance. Up, oh, up. Oh, I see him. Yeah, I mean, you can't stare at somebody else's screen because while you're looking at how you're gonna kill him, there's somebody else looking at your your screen, thinking about how they're gonna kill you. I know. So you, you you can glance, yep, and try to get that information in, but that's it. That's usually what it was. Well, you got see, dog. I'm actually running out of things over here. I did not think that was going to happen. How long have we been on air? It's getting there. I have a couple more things. Mm, if you're interested, it's getting there. I found that the uh, Doghouse Motel is opening. Speaking of, we are Alcoholics Autonomous. This is kind of like an independent thing. Apparently, Doghouse is a brewery. I couldn't tell you. Oh, I actually do know where it is. It's kind of close to your heart. But apparently, this brewery is opening up, and they're opening a hotel inside their brewery. And inside the hotel are glass pane windows that allow you to see all of the workers brewing beer, which is kind of cool. But the coolest part, if you'd prefer to spend your weekend this way, beer on tap. Mm-hmm. Whatever you'd like, mm-hmm. and if you're on tap, or at least refrigerators in your bathroom, so you can have shower beers. <laughs> what the fuck? When you wake up, when you go to bed, when you're taking a deuce, there's a whole lot of build up for shower beers. Shower beers. I mean, the uh, alcoholic autonomous of us have been having shower beers for a long time. Long time. Long time. Checking in, no problem. They don't even have a check-in. And then when you're feeling real squirrely, you don't just have a shower beer. You have a shower, a shower beer, beer and a shower cigarette. Oh, Until your wife comes in there like, what man, the fuck are you doing? And you're like, oh, my bad. my bad. My bad. I used to do shower cigarettes. I used to do shower cigarettes. All right. Uh, uh, the only problem with this hotel is that it's in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> All right, but you can go there and meet LeBron. Oh, wait. Uh, wait. He's in LA. Well, you can go there and meet uh, David Njoku. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Wait. Who's the quarterback there now? Uh, well, it's Tyrod Taylor. Ty- Tayrod, sir. Tayrod. But you could meet Mr. Walk-On, who turned into a fucking Heisman Trophy winner, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I know a lot of people don't like Baker Mayfield. I like him. But even if you don't like him, you got to respect the fact that he walked on and won a Heisman. I did not know he walked on. He walked on and won a Heisman. That's, That's pretty crazy. Damn cool. It's That's crazy. Damn cool. Um, moving on, I have we've got a couple things left. To I got to go somewhere up. dark. So if you have something that's that's, that's fine. lighter than that, are you gonna go somewhere dark? I'm I have, gonna go ahead. Do you want to go first, or do you want to do McAfee I, no, tweet I want of the you week? You to cheer it up after I go dark. McAfee tweet. Okay, cheer it up. We'll go yeah. with McAfee after you do yes. this. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna take this time to recognize. The tragedy that happened in Jacksonville at the oh, Madden man. tournament. Sorry for those families. As someone who attends video game tournaments, I don't win shit, but I go to support to support the community. Like this was a, it really hit home, man. It really hit home. Like this guy has been doing this for a while. Like he's been playing Madden for a while. 
Um, he lost. He couldn't handle it. And he came back with a gun. Uh, it, it, there's no way. There's no way to think about it to where it makes sense for any logical person. He lost. He came back with a gun and just opened fire. He he wounded many people. He killed, from what I know, is at least two people. Um. Upon further diving, you you find out that he he's had the cops called at his house for a spout or for um you know like brush ups between him and his mother twenty six times twenty six. Wow. Um, so you know, like people are like gun control, gun control, gun control, and I'm like, yeah, I support that, but people need to actually put shit where it goes. Like, if a person is fucking crazy, put him on the fucking list. Yep. But he didn't get put on that list. He was able to get a gun and able to commit an atrocity. Uh, and it sucks for thousands, thousands of people, with thousands of people now are going to want, they're going, we don't lose the terrorism, we're Americans. We're still going to do our shit. Yep. But now we have to wait 45 minutes longer for all of our bags to get checked to go through metal detectors. As it always is. Uh, and it's bullshit. It's bullshit that one guy gets to dictate the behavior of thousands of people. But it is what it is. It's 2018. I hate it. I hate it for everyone. I hate it for myself. It's really it bad because I feel like esports and video games were on a roll. Like they were a surfer on top of a big wave, and they were moving and moving and moving, and the community was getting behind them, and all all the inertia and stuff was heading in a positive way. And then this asshole had to go and be a little bitch and do what he did. Yep, it sucks. However, this will not stop it. The, it, like it won't. The, the esports wave is real and. This won't stop it, but it will retard the growth. Yes, it will. For a little while. It's going to slow it down a little bit. It won't stop it, but it it will slow down the growth. Nah, it's already here. But I want to get off of that and get onto this. If you're playing a video game with your homie or somebody you just met and you lose, get the fuck over it. (laughs) Get the fuck over it, you little bitch. When you lose, that all that's doing is giving you knowledge to get better. It's okay to lose. Yes. The, only, the only time it's not okay to lose is when you lose and you don't learn anything. Lose and learn and get better. That's what video games are all about, competitive video games. It's all about fucking getting better. I get happy when I lose sometimes. I lose to Justin and Smash Brothers sometimes, and I like it because I get to learn. I smile. Yeah, thank you. And I'm like, all right, I got this. And then you do better the next time. Don't be a little dick bastard who has to pull a gun out. I'm done. Don't be that guy. You know who else brings a gun out sometimes? Who's a lot of fun? Way more cooler than this guy. John McAfee. Hey! You okay with the McAfee Tweet of the Week? I mean, he'd be giving people spontaneous orgasms. So. That's right. With his gun in the bedroom. Yes! So this week, I and this one... I'd had to say it for a little bit just because it made sense to me and I really liked what he said. But his tweet was people who rely on medical advice from a person not living in your own body scare the shit out of me. Only you can know what's happening inside you. 
Modern science is Big Pharma's marketing arm. Your body is constantly providing full diagnostics if you'll just fucking listen. Hey, man. Usually our, our John McAfee tweets are like crazy nonsense. Yes, they are. But this is fucking 100% accurate. 100%. You've been to the doctor. Yes, and they suck. They don't listen to shit. They don't listen to the shit that you're telling them no. when you live in the body that you have. No, they don't. And the nurses are, I'm not going to say they're just as bad, but you know, you guys are looking at 2 and 5%. It's not, it's not that they're bad. It's that they don't have authority. Yeah. Like, oh, well, the doctor's going to say this, so I have yeah. to fucking tell they've the line. Pro- they've been pro- programmed. You've been yeah. programmed. And they've all been programmed. So listen to yourself. Listen to your body. It's telling you constantly. And don't let some guy in a white coat tell you what the fuck is going on with you. I know. I've been there. I've had a heart attack at 32 years old. This don't man. listen to him. Because your body knows better than any of those guys ever did. Yeah, they went to school for a while. But the truth is, they don't know jack shit. Let me add real quick. If you're just having shit happen, happening to you, and you're not doing any research, then listen to the fucking doctor. Oh, if you're not going to be proactive in what's going on with you, absolutely. If you're just going to be a zombie and fucking yes. listen to whatever. Yeah, yes. okay, listen to the doctor. Amen. You're going to die early anyway. Yeah, I mean, because no both of cares. you are fucking wrong, but you might as well go yeah. with the person with the PhD. Right, exactly. But if you actually do research and, and get in tune with your buddy and figure out what the fuck is happening... Then you need you need to dictate what's happening. Absolutely, do your research. Don't let them just put any pill in your hand. Figure it out, because trust me, you know better than they do. Bro, I thought we were going light. I just went over the Madden tournament, and then you went about you went to doctors <laughs> fucking up and heart attacks before thirty three. I have one more, but I think it's kind of dark too. But we could maybe brighten it up with our own conversation. Uh, it's about Heath Ledger. I so I want to say no, but I'm interested. <laughs> we can always hold it for next. I'm week, interested so in Heath Ledger, so you gotta go. I know you are. All right. Well, here's here's my question. Uh, it was a total hypothetical. I started reading this old article. Uh, who's the director for the uh, the Dark Knight? Nolan. Nolan. Christopher Nolan. It was like from like 2012 or 2005. It was way back in the day. But I started thinking. I was like, Do you think if Heath Ledger would have lived? Would he have ended up being typecast? Did he do that role so well that he ended up being typecast? And did he have the knowledge that he had put all of his worth into that role that he ended his life on purpose? Now, should I answer the, Should I answer this or should we let it be ambiguous? We can let it be ambiguous. That's fine. I have an answer for this. But I'm not going to give it to you guys right now. Okay. We can, we can revisit this on Let's the next podcast. It. Let's wrap it up. We thank y'all for listening. Y'all are the best. We love y'all. That's right. Please tune in next week. This is a late podcast, but we'll have something up here before we long. Hey. Hey.